This week's episode of Choose Don't Excuse is sponsored by Muscle Donut. Muscle Donuts are gluten-free, baked, never fried, hand-dipped, and packed with 10 grams of protein. That's right, 10 grams of protein. We absolutely love them. In fact, it is one of Judy's absolutely favorite treats. If you enjoy living a healthy lifestyle, but donuts are your weakness, check out themusceldonut.com. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of Choose Don't Excuse, where we explore the power of choice in every aspect of your life. I'm Jody, And I'm Judy. And we are the dynamic duo enjoying this beautiful spring evening and wishing that we were on the beach. The spring <laughs> evening on the beach. Yes, walking yeah. on the beach with a nice breeze in the ocean, lapping against the shore sounds perfect. Well, you know, and the sunset would be gorgeous right now because we're recording this at night, so we would be able to see that sunset. And guess what? What? Some beaches are closed right now. <laughs> so that's the problem. We'll make our own beach. We'll, we'll pull up the little kiddie pool and fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> put some sand see? beside it. Put our, you. put our feet in the ocean. Look or at the you. Little kiddie Instead pool of ocean. complaining, you found a solution. You're like, we'll just put out some sand and a kiddie pool and kind of pretend. That's Sometimes nice. you just got to get creative. And I like that. I like that. <laughs> I almost said it might ties in hand, but we don't drink. So what would we have? Our water with... I'd have water. So <laughs> that's what I drink is water. I might have so. an iced tea, like an iced herbal tea. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> you don't like tea. So don't I like... love tea. No, no. I like water. So. I do like water. But so. yeah. So no, that was a great solution. When I was sitting here complaining about... The beaches are closed. You said, well, we'll just make our own beach. Well, I think that's been one of the fun things over the last couple of weeks is while couple, there have... By the way, okay. it hasn't been a couple of weeks at Safe at Home. <laughs> it has not been. No, it's been... And are we really safe at home right now? Because we're about to tear each other's heads off. Just kidding. <laughs> you, not you have you something to tell me no, you don't want to... Like that the, you've been holding back? No, that's thinking like the family, the kids. But actually, they haven't No, been, they've all been good. No, so. there's, there's no tearing our heads off or anything like that. But seriously, when they say safe at home, I'm thinking, well, I like it better than... What was the other term? Um... Oh my gosh, I can't Stay even Stay at home? No, it wasn't safe at home. Yeah, do you remember? It was another Oh term. Yeah, yeah, oh, a social distancing. No, that's not it. Well, I don't know. It was the other... Shelter, shelter in place. Oh, that, that doesn't was... make any sense. Shelter in place tells me where you are standing, that is your shelter. It's like I'm bringing an umbrella around with me. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> funny. But anyways, the safe at home, um, it actually has been really nice um, with the kids being home. Um, I mean... Granted, they'd rather be, can you believe it? They'd rather be at school, but they would rather be at school. Um, but it's been nice. Uh, we found creative ways to do some things. Just mainly, really, I don't know, so much creative as in we've just been able to turn the situation and enjoy the time together. I think um, it's really easy to complain. And I think initially, the first, especially the first couple weeks, it was like, oh, gosh, we have to do this or we can't do that. And... You know, you just reach a point where complaining does absolutely no good. And you just have to become creative in your outlook, creative in the things that you do, creative 
and the, the way that you spend your time, creative in the way that you actually invest in yourself and try to use this opportunity to grow. In fact, it was pretty cool because um, I took a sneak peek at um, one of Kehlani's uh, volleyball assignments. So each week her and her team get together and they have certain things that they're supposed to do. And every week they're supposed to learn something new. Mm-hmm. And so they have this nice little diagram and they have to put a picture in there oh, yeah. of what they did new. And I she had that. a little mm-hmm. skateboarding thing because she learned how to skateboard this mm-hmm. week. And so, you know, it just really impacted me. It's like there are creative ways that you can take advantage of this opportunity instead of just being down and complaining. Right. Well, and that's an easy um, way to go, right, it is to complain and to grumble. And granted, I've done my fair share of like, uh, yeah, I hate this, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but at the same time, I know that it's there's a necessity of some things. Like when, since, um, you know, the kids have been home, it's like, oh, well, hey, you know what, you guys, because we haven't had them help with dinner just because, well, I don't know, it just was easier for us to do, I guess. But now that they've been home, I'm like, hey, I need your help. Everybody take a day and start cooking it. And Jessica tonight made some pizza and she It was you know, awesome. Yeah, it was great. And she hasn't ever done that. And and she's and it's it's an opportunity for us to do different things. And then the other day, um, we haven't set up the volleyball net and actually it was Jessica's idea. She's like, Can we do a volleyball tournament? So it's like they're thinking outside too, knowing that they're not, you know, able to see their friends as easily as they wanted to or go to the store as easily as they used to. It's, it's different. And I like that, that, you know, even her, um, Kaylani's coaches, the team came up with, Hey, let's learn something new this week. And it sounds like that's must, something that must do every week. And we could totally, you know, think that way. It's like, yeah. what are you going to do? There's something new for you. And, and it's interesting how a situation like this has made us, um, I guess forced us to become more creative thinking outside the box which is interesting again because why couldn't we do this on our own before why don't i don't know why why wouldn't be able to do this on our own before it's almost like we're creatures of opposition unless something is opposing us or being an obstacle we are not forced to become creative innovative and push for new ways to do things and well yeah it becomes a mother of innova- innovation when you're faced with something that is holding you back well And I like that when you just said creatures, I was thinking creatures of habit. It's like it's habitual to like think, okay, well, I can, you know, easily go to the store and right now and just go do that. Well, it's like, oh, that store's closed or or whatever. And it's like, "Mm, what else can I do? You know, that's what you're saying. So, um, hmm, that's really, it's been, it's been fine. You know, we've, you know, the one things, I think there's some things that you and I are just like, okay, we're done. (laughs) Yeah, there are. We're done with this. It's, you know, been a month, over a month now. And yeah, but here's the thing. It's like, what are we going to do with that the whole time? Are we going to just sit there and complain about it? Or are we going to be, well, like this, are we going to be complainers or are we going to be creators? And, um, which was interesting because I had an encounter with someone who all they wanted to do was complain to me. And no matter the complaints, actually they were looking for an answer. Um, but they wanted their answer. They wanted an answer that would satisfy them 
And I couldn't give them that answer because it wasn't the answer. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't have that answer for them. Does that make sense? Right. It so, wasn't on the table. It wasn't an option. Right. And and it, the complaint just kept ha- happening. It's like they would say the same thing over and over and over again, but in different ways, but the same thing. And no matter if I gave, and I had to think really, actually for me, I had to think, okay, what's another way to um, answer this? You know, what's another creative way to answer this person? And I finally did come up with another way that, that enabled them. I just had to think myself, I had to think out of the box, like, what are they actually looking for? And so for me, it ended up being making me more creative because I could, I could gave them the answer that I knew. But then when I got more creative and answered them in a way that kind of, what I want to say, shifted the thought process, that's when they decided to finally go, okay, yeah, that's another idea, you know, but it caused me to be creative. And I know that I'm being a little vague and can't be really direct with, because I, I really can't reveal the conversation, but um, it, it really forced me to think creatively on how to answer. What I first, though, my initial thought was, oh my gosh, are you just going to keep complaining about the same thing over and over? To the point, honestly, to the point where um, the complainer was taking jabs at me. Like, well, you don't know. Well, that's not the answer. Or it's like, apparently you don't have the answers. It's like, okay, you know, I guess that's how you feel about it. Well, if that makes you feel better to jab at me, I guess I'm just going to let you do your thing. And, you know, I'll just figure out how to maintain composure and keep calm. And it's tough to maintain composure and keep calm when somebody's jabbing at you. (laughs) Well, to me, that just tells me that the person is really just insecure with themselves. Right. And they're just, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that I'm above that. I'm saying that I'm sure I've probably had my fair share of complaining about something. But honestly, when I, if I'm complaining about something, I'm going to go and do something about it too. Yeah. So, but anyway, I don't know if that made any sense about what I'm talking about. But it caused me to be creative. But that made me also think about how many of us want to just do the easy part and just complain instead of having um, the opportunity to go, okay, I can't have it my way. So what am I going to do to change it so that I can at least deal? Yeah. And earlier this week, I had a really great conversation with a good friend of mine out of Hawaii, Robin Marquez. And we were actually talking about some of the challenges of having younger children and being, you know, having them all of a sudden at home uh, all the time. And he was talking to me. He's like, yeah, he goes, you know, now they're at home. They're studying at home. Now they're at home for church because we can't go to church. And so we're, we're doing online church, but it's enabled me to look at our Sunday and I'm actually trying to create worship lists. I'm trying to create you know, opportunities for me to share my feelings about the Savior with my children in a way that is productive and, and it's not jamming them, you know, jamming it down their throat, but it's a beautiful environment for all of us. And so I'm really trying to set the tone with nice worship music on Sunday. And 
He said, it's easy. He goes, what I found is that it's easy to rely on other people to set that tone for my family. But now I'm in a position where I'm having to get creative about how I'm setting the tone on Sunday so that I'm creating a spirit of worship in our home. Right. And, and I love that he was really trying to get creative about it. Um, and I think that's really, you know, what the opportunity has come about from, you know, being safe at home is it's really forced us and enabled us and blessed us to be able to look at how we are spending time together as a family. It's also helping us look at the way we work differently. Um, because, you know, you've been able to work from home, which your job automatically has you working from home. But mine, I can work either at the office or at home. And But it's forced us to put in place some things that make us work more efficiently as a team. And and I actually like that. I think it's it's been a blessing uh, from that standpoint because now we have greater accountability to each other and we're, we're more cooperative in working together versus being in silos. Interesting because um, you, you guys are all in the same office all the time and you see each other every day. And now that you're separate and everybody's in their own home, it sounds like you have more collaborative moments than you did when you were yeah, together. which is ironic. Right? Because you're like, you know, a desk away. I think that it, it's interesting. I think it's because it's easy. Like, that's what your friend in Hawaii was saying, right? Because it's yeah. just easy to let somebody else do the job because that's what you're used to. It's kind of like it's easy to let the teacher be the teacher. And now the teacher is still the teacher, but they only have so many now so much time and they're primarily at home um yeah they might be online yeah they might have a a zoom or a video conference with their teacher but really you're right there and so they may turn to you and now you have to be the teacher and so it's it's just shifting i mean shifting all of us in different ways and and it was easy and actually what's the word when you're um you took for granted the fact that your team is right next to you, right? And you can turn and you can talk to them right away. Yeah. Well, now it's probably, now they're like, okay, I'm thinking, I'm more contemplative. I've got to figure this out. But they don't can't easily turn around and say, hey, what about this? They might actually wait for the meetings that you guys have, what, twice a day? Yeah. And then it's even more effective because they're like, hey, I got to ask about this, 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 this. And so then they blow it all out there. And then everybody is in that same meeting rather than yeah. just one person. And now it's a more collaborative effort. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just shifted things, which has been a good thing. I think that's been a good thing. The thing that's been difficult, I think, for everybody involved, um, especially it, it's the, you know, the illness and also the not working. You know, yeah, what, that, the, that is the, really frustrating. The employee situation when there's people yeah. that we know that aren't working right now um, due to this. But we also know that there's that, situation where there's illnesses too so it's that it's that catch-22 with all of it but we're not going to get political we're not going to get um talking about you know the job situation it's just more let's let's look at this and instead of looking at um as a negative 
uh, you know, uh, well, let's look at it as, okay, there's a positive aspect of this. We're getting creative instead of yeah. complaining about the situation. Well, and I think one of the biggest challenges, you know, in regards to the work is, and I, and I am a very strong believer of this. There is a physical, emotional, mental, and a spiritual necessity to work. And when we don't have the capacity to work, I think it, in some ways, it holds back our progression. And it's easy to allow ourselves to stagnate instead of going, all right, what can I do to creatively take advantage of this time? Are there things that I've wanted to learn that I've put off? Are there things that I could go on the internet and take an online course? Are there people that I could, you know, call and, and bounce ideas off? Or maybe I've wanted to paint or I've wanted to draw and actually taken time to do those things. And I, I find that when, when it's easy and there is a place to rest and there's a place to step back and just be still. But there also is a need to be productive. And so what I found is that in at least the circle of our friends and the people that I work with in ESA and Zimware and you and other people that we talk to, there is an internal drive to take advantage of this time for personal growth. Right. Well, and that's the whole thing, what you were saying about just even what I can learn or what projects have you been putting off um, because you're always saying, not you, I'm talking no, about no, in general, but people just like, you might be saying like, oh, I don't ever have time to, you know, finish this closet or finish this whatever organization or finish these things. And now that you may not be employed at this time or you, you know, you have to stay in the house longer or whatever, you have that opportunity and and so there isn't that chance to complain anymore or to to give that excuse really um and that's that creative side or that's that i like you said that need you said there that need to improve yourself or to be active which that's what pretty much what you're saying is right to be active to be moving and when you say there's a time for rest i think there's a time when i think of rest i think of being contemplative does that mean you have to dig deep into yourself no it's just like hmm, you know maybe kind of being aware of what's going on around you who you are what's happening in your life um you know and those are all great things you should be able to do and this is a great time to do it i was thinking about when you said you know the circle of people that we're we we interact with on on the daily and um I just know, you know, as a fitness instructor and just a health coach, um, the people that I'm in contact in that arena, it's been interesting because they're like, well, now I'm going to do two workouts a day. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, I guess you can. And is, you know, I mean, they're being smart about it. They're not doing it so that they're going to be, you know, injuring themselves or anything like that. But they found that they have more time and that's what they want to spend on. So, hey. This is an opportunity for for us saying that, hey, you know, we don't have ever to have time to exercise or time to be active. And and you know what? You can still go outside, guys. You can still go outside and take a walk in your neighborhood or walk in your backyard or just walk around your front yard or just sit and think about things outside or whatever. But I'm saying it's like um, I just can't 
I can't sit still. That's that's one thing. That's me. But um, I find that the activity is increasing and people are wanting to actually be more healthy um, and taking it taking advantage of this time to really think about themselves in in self-care. And what I've discovered is that the while the activity is increasing, it's it's increasing in good things it's increasing in productive ways it's not just increasing and being busy right it's right it's like all right what can i really do to leverage this time and take advantage of it so that i can come out of this on you know a better person it's like uh, becky posted the other day she said you know when you face a storm and you go through the storm on the other side, you will not be the same person. You cannot come through a storm and be the same that mm. you started out with. And, you know, so my question to everybody is, is what are you doing to become somebody better through this storm? What are the things that you're going to do proactively to say, I'm going to take advantage of this time to help me personally grow? Right. I mean, and some of us um, are actually doing the same thing that we have been, because like you said, it's either we're working from home. I've always, um, my health coaching business has always been from home. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with Alaska, of course, I'm, I'm working from home just because as a res agent, you are, but like, and some parents are homeschoolers, so they've been teaching their kids at home already. So um, I'm thinking, well, it's probably not very different for them other than the fact that the stores that they normally would probably go to are closed. You know, maybe the activities that they might do um, probably are closed, you know. But so for the people like that, what else? I think this is su- such a unique thing that it is impacting everybody because everybody is talking about how their mm-hmm. life is impacting. I mean, in fact, we had a conversation this morning about you know, somebody wanted to have a birthday party for one of their kids and their family, and they were plan- already planning the date, and the other family was going, nah, I don't know about that. Maybe that's too soon. And so I think there are situations where people are encumbered by fear. There and And I get it. There are a lot of things to be concerned about. But there's a lot of hope and there's a lot of opportunity in this time as well. And so I think a lot of times we allow fear to darken our perspective. And that may be some individual's challenges is like, how do I overcome the fear of unknown? How do I overcome the fear of not knowing when I'm going to be able to go back to work or when my kids can go to school or when I can go to the store like I normally want to. I mean, it's so weird. I mean, right before we were, you know, starting to record this podcast, you asked me, hey, what time does Walmart close? And I looked at the schedule. I'm like, uh, in 15 minutes. And, oh, I mean, yeah. that is so foreign to it us, right? Foreign. Well, yeah. To not have to be able to go to Walmart till midnight or 24 hours. And so there are those little minor things that you have to really plan your day. And I think that's one of the unique Mm -hmm. things about this opportunity is is we're having to look at our day completely different in the way that we structure it. Right. Yeah. And just organizing yourself better. Like if I had known that, I probably would have done something else different earlier in the day. 
But now that I know, you know, because we are one creatures of habit, creatures of the fact that, you know, we um, know things are open 24 seven. There's something that's open 24 seven. There just is. Well, not right now. Not right now. Yeah. And so, (laughs) you know, you have to plan it all out. And so, you know, for many, yeah, you're right. For many of us, there's um, for all of us, there's some type of adjustment. Yeah. Right. And so there's some type of adjustment. And hopefully by now um, that we've all pretty much adjusted and I actually what we're seeing and that goes um, in line with what you said this morning as we were discussing with a friend this morning you're seeing that the transition now is okay we think we're going to be coming out on the other side of the storm now at least that's how we feel in Idaho because I mean I know we don't have it as um, severe uh, yeah as severe as some other places and so we might be coming out on the other side of it now and and again, it's like, okay, so we've just been, what do I want to say? It's kind of like, you know how you get, I picture, this is the weirdest thing I picture, but think about all the paint. Like, let's just say you just got doused with a bunch of paint, right? And you are covered. And then, you know, you've been actually trying to, you know, now clean the paint off of you. So it's going to take time, Right. And, you know, some of that paint might have dried. And so pulling it off, ripping off might hurt. And it's kind of scary because it's, you know, kind of dried on you because it's been on you for a while. I feel like we've been immersed, immersed in this situation all of a sudden. Like we just, we just got doused, right? And then now it's like, okay, we got to like come out of this. And so we're slowly peeling off the paint, slowly taking and... Um, trying to watch our try, step <laughs> trying to yeah trying to see what's going to happen with you know what if i pull this too hard or what if, and then and then what will i look like out underneath all this now that i've probably had to pull some of the paint off and and what's going to happen did i lose some hair you know i'm just saying what i guess what i'm trying to say is there is still what's it going to look like on the other side and i i hear this a lot i hear like well there's good it's going to be a new normal and i think well I think we're going to be different just because we've experienced some things people as as people. I hope that we grew from this like we were growing from this and learning, um, like you said, learning new things, learning new things about ourselves, um, you know, getting maybe creating new habits, good habits, hopefully. Right. Hopefully hygiene habits. If you haven't been washing your hands, <laughs> you know, when you get out of the bathroom on a normal basis, well, let's hope you're starting to do it now. Yeah, I just joke. But I'm just saying, like, I hope that we come out of this on the other side better, a better person, better people, and but not fearful. Because when, when we were talking to our friend this morning, and she was saying, yeah, they're like, uh, we're going to have a party for our son way back in, you know, in May, later May, because well, this, the, you know, it'll be lifted. I'm like, oh, it's too soon. It's like, oh, my gosh, why is why are you afraid? Yeah. You know, what is what is the fear there? And it's kind of like, I don't know. I just kind of again, I, I, I don't know how I I do know how I feel about that. I feel like, you know what? It's there's a time. There's a time to finally just go, okay, rip off the paint now and get going on with life because it's just going to be there. You know, do the right things. Wash your hands like you should have been doing. But 
Okay, well, I won't go there. <laughs> well, and, and I'm reminded, uh, your paid analogy reminded me of a story. Oh, when my I, when gosh, I, when, uh, your paid analogy. When, when I was a kid, my uncle, Jack, hired me to paint his house in, in Tucson, Arizona. And so he bought me this paint sprayer or rented this paint sprayer with this chocolate brown paint that I was to do all the trim and and the inside of the garage and stuff. And this, this stupid paint sprayer was leaking really bad and I'm doing the the ceiling and I mean it's leaking and I'm also probably putting too much paint on it so it's dripping down and I am completely covered in chocolate paint and, and about three hours into this you know and, and in the back of my head I'm like how am I gonna clean this up oh, you know gosh. and I'm just and I'm also dreading my uncle Jack coming and all of a sudden right about that time as I'm having these thoughts he pulls up and I mean it you could see he was just so angry <laughs> but he also was so just caught off guard by how hilarious that I looked. And you talk about a new normal. I mean, yeah, I was able to clean some of it, but if you go to that house today, the garage floor is brown still from where I painted. Really? We could not get it off. I could oh. get some of it off, but it was oh. stained. And I think, <laughs> so, you know, I, so there was some trepidation of coming on the outside of that experience. But there also was a huge learning curve for me because he came over. He goes, yeah, this is this is leaking, but if you do this, it'll be better. And so he taught me how to do it better. And he learned how to keep his cool. And now it's a family joke, you know, but I'll never forget that experience because I had so much trepidation anticipating that he was coming. And I think a lot of people right now are living with that kind of trepidation with the coronavirus. They're just like this person's family. They're just so afraid to step out because they're not sure what the new normal looks like. And I think there are going to be new normal expectations that we are going to encounter. And I'm not sure exactly what all those will be yet, but if we just embrace that as an opportunity to shift, to grow, to develop, to mold, to become better individuals, better families, better community members, then we can all grow through this Corona experience and become creators and not complainers. Yeah, and I just think you have to remember um, your own, who you are, like your own values and what's important to you like don't follow like a blind sheep you know what i mean yeah. like know what you question things know what you believe in know what truth is to you and then as you as you remain faithful and to that then i think you're going to be able to well you're you're able to go through this situation um like you said, more productive, more helpful with others. Um, and then on the other side of it, be able to fare fine through it. I think you just have to take fear out of it. That's the thing. Not I think. I know. I know you have to take fear out of it. Because fear is not where God wants you to be. Fear. Uh, God wants you to have faith, have hope. Um, and so that's that's not where he lives. And so if you're fearful 
then let's see what you can do to turn that to something more, um, what is it, constructive, where you feel like, okay, I have some control over this. Like, if you're fearful about contracting something at the store, then find other ways to, maybe you have your stuff delivered to you. Maybe you, you know, that's that's just another way, although they are touching it when they deliver it to you. So not sure how that's all going to work out. But <laughs> I'm just saying maybe you just have it, you know, you spray it down when it gets yeah. to your... Leave it in your garage for three days no, and then put it away. You can't, yeah, great. <laughs> you have some spoiled meat going on. Well, but like, what I'm saying that. is like, you know, you... You just have to see what you can control so that you're not full of fear. And I think that's what I'm saying. I'm seeing is that, is that, you know, coming on the other side of it, hopefully we're not more afraid, but we're more aware. Yeah. And it's okay to be aware and to act with confidence based on good information because fear is really false evidence already appearing real. Right. Right. Or false evidence appearing real, appearing real. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, it's easy to slide into what we think could happen instead of taking good information and being productive and active and creative with that information to bless our families. So, no, I love it. And I would love to hear what you guys are doing to be creative in your home. So, DM us, send us a message at choosedon'texcuse at gmail.com. Please remember to give us a like and make sure to subscribe and review and uh, make sure to share this with your friends. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, mahalo. mahalo.